Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. Welcome back to our final session of this five podcast series on disabilities in the workplace and uncovering the facts about employees and candidates with disabilities. Let's hear from Jeff regarding disability and inclusion practices. And of course, we will discuss more on giving away some free resources that are already provided through your tax dollars. You know, while we're talking about disability and inclusion practices, let's continue with that for a brief heartbeat here. And Jeff, I got a question for you. Monthly lunch and learns. Everyone loves them and everyone hates them. Those brown bag opportunities to get your employees together, the gatherings where your employees could gain that knowledge and education. You could help sustain Disability inclusion momentum through Lunch and Learns. You could schedule a day to place, enlist internal or external presenters, invite employees, or like Jeff, you could contact Jeff, have him down, invite employees to learn about disability-related topics. Let it be from communicating with job seekers with disabilities to creating accessible PDF documents or, or managing diabetes at work or more, right? Uh, have, have you ever employed uh, firm Lunch and Learn type practices or uh heard about other employers moving forward with the thought of disability inclusion practices like trainings at work. I am actively involved in a DNI seminar, diversity and inclusion seminar, where I get invited to the seminar for 30 minutes and I talk about my life just to get that it's like taking the curriculum. You got the curriculum, and I got the life experience. If we put them together, it's like two negatives equal positive. Because we're kind of what I wanted to say is, this doesn't fall on HR. It doesn't fall on corporate America. It doesn't fall on people with disability. This is something we all have to own our roles. And why, why are we in the library talking about my disability? What is so wrong with that? It's kind of what makes me, it's why my, part of the reason why my future wife loves me. I am proud of who I am. Now, do I want to shout it from the rooftop? I kind of do just for the reason of we need to feel like we belong in this world. And as we speak, we do not. We all need to take ownership of that. Fantastic points. Wendy, 
Smart organizations know the benefits of employee volunteering, including team engagement and leadership development. Funding staff volunteer opportunities to local organizations that train disabled persons for a job is a potential. It could be a possibility within an organization for disability inclusion. In cities across the country, uh, you could volunteer to evaluate resumes, um, maybe offer advice in the interview process, connecting employees to opportunities. It, it could help give back and promote awareness. Do you see a lot of your clients employing volunteer opportunities in the realm of disability? And, and do you feel that there's value in that from where you sit? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I don't, I mean, I definitely see there's value, but I don't see a lot of people, a lot of companies necessarily focusing on disability, um, you know, in the volunteer aspect, because as Jeff even just pointed out recently is, you know, everything else is being considered right now. So, you know, I, I myself am a huge supporter of homelessness, <laughs> homelessness and veterans. And so, and, and unfortunately they often do go together. And, um, I've been involved in a lot of nonprofits and then I just, decide decided to focus. And there are my two focuses. Obviously now, since I've met Jeff and a few other people in my life, I'm like, no, now my other focus is people with disabilities and, and volunteering in that area. Um, I don't think it's necessarily the top um, thing, the top item that companies even think about, because it, as Jeff said, it's not always, you know, um, the hot item in the news. So this is, you know, this is food for food for thought here to getting your employees to feel more comfortable working with people with disabilities and having those honest conversations and getting to know somebody with a disability as another human being, because they are maybe, you know, in order to do that is to start volunteering um, in the disability world. And it could literally just be of, hey, we're going to have somebody like Jeff uh, come in and talk to us about their life. And then you really realize, I mean, come on, folks, you've been on the on the podcast now for almost an hour and you can hear Jeff and he's he's a cool dude. You know, you you meet him, you love him and you're like you, you start kicking yourself going man, what if I didn't talk to him? Like, why'd be missing out in my life right now? And I think we just were so fearful of offending somebody that we forget that other people um, with or without disabilities are human beings too. There are a few fantastic points that came up today so far. I want to uh, just provide a real quick synopsis and uh, a, a, a light, light, uh, light opportunity on the mic from me to you right now. You know, formal onboarding, it helps new workers get the knowledge, the skills, and habits that they need to succeed. And as such, it's a great time to educate new hires on your company's policies and practices relating specifically to disability inclusion. Let it be from reasonable accommodation to equal employment opportunity. Such approaches can assist new employees to feel good about the organization. It may even increase hidden disability self-identification. And you may also suggest disabled friends to your organization through some of these processes. Look, inclusion of people with disabilities at work is about more than just hiring them. It's an inclusive workplace. Everyone is valued for what they do well. It gives employees with disabilities, whether they are visible or not, the same chance to succeed, learn, get paid fairly, and move up. Ladies and gentlemen, the book is called Just Call Me Jeff. My Life with Cerebral Palsy. You can find that at Amazon.com. 
Jeff, this is your first book as well, correct, sir? Yes, sir. Will we see a made-for-TV movie built off this book? I'm hoping that we do. You know what, JC? You you might be joking. You might not. No, I'm serious. The the reality is I looked at my fiancé last night and said, this needs to be a Netflix video. Now we're talking. And then I started (laughs) really thinking about it and, what better way to show people without disabilities what it's like to have a disability? Exactly. It's not easy. Sometimes I don't realize how hard it is. And can I respond to a oh, yeah. previous question? Yes. It was on discrimination. I moved to Colorado to get married a year ago. And I was uh, applying for jobs everywhere. And I got turned down to be a cart boy at a big box store. And two days with, later... With a manager's resume, you got turned down? Yep. Two days later, I see on LinkedIn that they're starting to pay people Two, three dollars more because they can't find workers. And shame on me for not taking that to another level. You taught me that that should have been taken to another level. So those are the kind of situations that are happening today and why. And that's why we're here. Another thing I want to stress is, and I want to take this further down the road, it's not on y'all. The way I talk to you is the way I talk to a room full of people with disabilities. I'll give you an example. About five years ago, I had somebody with autism call me, and they said, Jeff, I want to go to work. I want to do what you do. So I said, so what have you done so I can know where to begin? They looked at me like a deer in headlights. And I wasn't trying to belittle them. I'm trying to stress the fact that it's not on me to find your job. It's on all of us. We have so much to work on as people with disabilities. And the Wendy's of the world need to hear this. Because sometimes I feel like corporate America, they feel like it's all on them. And I'm here to say we need to be visible. Do we need to travel the world and write books? No, we don't. But we need to be taking walks. We need to be going to dinner. We need to be a part of society. And that, my friends, that's on us. Well said. Well said. Very well said. You know, an interesting fact for you real quick, too, is, uh, and this comes from uh, archivespmr.org, that more than half of uh, they they surveyed 80 young adults over the age of uh, 18 years old and more 
that that had cerebral palsy. And more than half of the group was unemployed, and only 19% were in competitive employment, and three of those uh, were described as self-supporting. And I gotta ask you this. There's so much money from a culture standpoint devoted to putting people with disabilities to work. There's a lot of money devoted to people with disabilities that are not being utilized productively because we're not out there. We're not delivering the message that we need to do. And the message is we want to go to work because we need to provide for our family. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a fantastic program so far. Don't forget to stop by Amazon.com. Check out the book, Just Call Me Jeff, My Life with Cerebral Palsy, written by Jeff Arsenal. Um, if there is going to be a movie made on Netflix, I do believe that Jeff might be played by Benedict Cumberbatch and Wendy's part by Julianne Moore. I mean, that's just my presumption. Uh, <laughs> who's the guy that played George Costanza on Seinfeld? What was his name? Because that, that would be me. Unless Danny DeVito is available. Danny DeVito, maybe more DeVito type, you know. Look, it's been my pleasure to be here for you, ladies and gentlemen. My name's JC. I am the host of Interesting Things with JC. Feel free to stop by jimconnors.net to find out more about that. But going around the room with some final thoughts and best ways to contact you. Jeff, you're first up. Your final thoughts and the best ways to reach you, please. All right, guys. Right now, Amazon.com. Get one of the first books, go on the site, give them an order, order, take it, read and learn, folks. Uh, I'm very proud of it. My website is callonjeff.com. Please look up what I do and what I can do for you. you, the only way to truly get the empathy that we need is to listen to somebody with a disability. So thanks a lot, Jesse. Oh, it's a pleasure. And hey, I just stopped by callonjeff.com. Your website's better than mine. This is a fantastic website. I don't know who did this or where you got it done or if you're doing this, but this is great stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, that's callonjeff.com and then also find his book on Amazon. And uh, over to uh, Julianne Moore. I'm sorry, Wendy Sellers, the <laughs> HR lady. Final thoughts and best ways to reach you. Thanks, JC. Wendy Sellers, the HR lady. Uh, best way to be- reach me is either my website, thehrlady.com, or on LinkedIn. Jeff and I are on LinkedIn all the time, so you could probably contact either one of us on there. I have a lot, a lot, a lot of um, uh, resources to share, and I'll, I'll share that eventually on LinkedIn. Um, and then also on my website. But one thing that I just wanted to say before we leave here today is um, a reminder to the hiring managers and the employers that are listening is to be very, very careful and prepared for interview processes because you do have a duty to reasonably accommodate during the hiring process um, once a candidate asks for that accommodation. And then don't hold people... um, uh, negatively accountable if they do not, re- uh, you know, release that they have a disability and then say so later because they're probably doing that because they've been discriminated against at another point in time. 
And then the the final thing, you know, that I want to say is um, if anybody does have any questions, you know, definitely reach out to me. Um, Je- Jeff's not kidding when when uh, he says, you know, I, I can help and and I don't mind helping. We need to really, you know, sprinkle in or, or pour in empathy into this world and change how we treat people in the workplace, whether they have a disability or not. But we are missing a an entire, um, you know, boatload of resources in the disabled world just because of our own uh, unconscious or conscious bias. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Ability Panel, discover a hidden gold mine of candidates and employees, uncovering the facts about employees with disabilities, a conversation with Wendy Sellers and Jeff Arsenault. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.